Welcome to the definition of fuck, baby. We're back. How you doing today? I'm good. It's good. I feel we- really good today, actually. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What'd you do today? Well, I've had like some shitty sleeps the last couple nights. Mm-hmm. Like three, four hours. Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but one of our cats are in heat right now. So she just fucking hollers all day. It's all, fucking absurd. All night. It's insane. She's doing it right now. So you guys can probably probably hear her in the background. Let's just be quiet for like two seconds. You I don't know. You, might, you guys might might hear her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to be doing a lot of pausing in this episode, I think, because I know that I fucking hate hearing it. Mm. So I know no one's going to want to listen to the podcast and hear it in the background. I feel like I'm just like immune to it at this point. Like it still annoys me, but it's been going on for literally seven days. I know. I've had to go to work and stuff, so I haven't been around it nearly as much. Mm. And sometimes, like, at nighttime, like, I'm just in and out of sleep getting, like, maybe four hours. Last night, we went to bed at a pretty decent time, actually. We were in bed by nine. Yeah. And then asleep by 10.30. I think it was, like, 11.30. Yeah, either way. It was earlier than it normally is. But I slept until almost 11 this morning. (laughs) Yeah. I was tired. I needed that sleep, though. Well, you've had a week of fucking scream cat. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I don't think anyone's going to judge you for that one. Mm -mm. No, I definitely needed the sleep, that's for sure. Speaking of having to pause the podcast, Uh we figured instead of just pausing it copious amounts of times throughout, like, the whole recording process, we just paused it, put her in the bathroom. She can fucking holler her lungs out in there for like an hour while we do this. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine in there. O- honestly, she hangs out in there anyways all the time. Yeah, she like chases stuff in the tub. Yeah, like she just... plays in the tub like hours a day. Yeah. yeah. She's fine. That's her comfort place, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care either way. <laughs> she can fucking be loud in there and not interrupt the podcast. Well, Wednesday's my little baby. Yeah. I am angry at her with the, you know, hollering, the yelping. But it's not her fault, I guess. Yeah. Also, anyone listening to this going, you need to get your cats fixed. I'm I'm gonna. We are, we we're waiting for the vet to call us back on Tuesday so they can get us in. So don't worry. They can't fix cats while they're in heat also, apparently. So I don't know. We're like actively getting her fixed, but just not right now. And prior to this, she was not old enough. Yeah, she's only eight months, but she's been through two heat cycles. Yeah. So I feel like it's time. So don't worry, people listening. We take care of the animals very well. All of our animals are fixed and spayed and whatever. Except for the baby. <laughs> Ask me how my day was. How was your day? It was good. <laughs> good. You want to know why? Why? I bought a fucking vehicle today. Oh, yeah. If you listen to the previous episodes, you'll know that I had a car and then my car broke and then I've been without a car for like two months at this point. Bought a vehicle today. Fuck yeah. That's always such a nice feeling. Oh my god. Mm. I have a fucking vehicle now. It's a nice SUV, like all-wheel drive. It's It's great. Yeah. Four-wheel drive. Sturdy. Fucking hard. It feels solid. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. It's a GMC Envoy. Yeah, it's nice. Things are going to go, you know? It mm-hmm. feels smooth, feels strong. The speakers don't work, but I I'll get that fixed. Just mount a Bluetooth speaker to the dash. Call I uh I used to drive a an 86 Caprice. Any of my old friends know that car. My speakers sucked in that thing. So I had a, a Bluetooth speaker. And then I bought a, like, 1970-something GMC truck. Mm-hmm. 
And that had nothing in it except for AM radio. Yeah. So then I bought a big-ass Bluetooth speaker, and that's all I used. It works. So I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not new to the concept. I might have to do it. <laughs> Anything to listen to music while you're driving or podcasts. Oh, yeah. I podcasts all the time. Unless I'm with somebody and I'm, like, having a conversation, I can't sit in silence while I'm driving. Driving in silence is fucking horrible. Yeah. Actually, like, I've had days at work, though, where it's, like you're just so done yeah that you just like stare at the road drive in silence like <laughs> you just get out. in and you just follow all the laws you're like i don't even care if i make it home you're basically on autopilot i've had times where i'm like driving and then i'm like suddenly at a place and i'm like i don't remember the last 20 minutes of this drive oh yeah i don't know if anybody else does that but it's like not safe <laughs> no it's not safe but for sure other people do that i've yeah. definitely been driving like long distances and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I'm there. <laughs> I guess. Where the fuck have I been the last hour? <laughs> yeah. But, Zone the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, gone. So. So. Valentine's Day. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's right around the corner. Yeah. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? I don't mind Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's not um, on my list of favorites, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I really, you know, obviously, I love Halloween. Halloween every day for me. Mm -hmm. Christmas is number two. And then, I don't know, Thanksgiving's pretty tight. Just the holiday season. Yeah, but like other than those three, yeah. all the like St. Patrick's Day and Valentine's Day and stuff like that, like mm -hmm. I don't feel too much about them. I was thinking about it today and like I was thinking about how you and I do, like we prioritize date nights. Oh, yeah. Regularly. Yeah. And not just like little date nights. Like we just, we'll make like charcuterie boards and do massages and like all that romantic stuff mm -hmm. so i was thinking about like obviously what to do for valentine's day for you yeah because i was like it's not that i don't know you but i was thinking about how like we often do things that most couples would only do on valentine's day you know no okay i was thinking the same thing because yeah. although i don't love valentine's day i love you yeah. and i want it to be a special day for you so i'm trying to think of like what do i do what do i get her and then i'm like I honestly, we do all the things that you would do anyways, mm -hmm. regularly through the week. And the things that I would get you for Valentine's Day, I just get you. Just because. If I think it's cool and you'd like it, I just get it or I make it. Yeah. Just like a random Tuesday night. We're, we're doing date night with yeah. fucking candles and roses and shit. Like, yeah, I was thinking about that today and I was like, I just like couldn't think of any ideas because I was like, well, we do all of this like romancy shit yeah romantic shit romantic whatever <laughs> like on a regular basis yeah so, so I guess i'm struggling with that as well difficult yeah it's not that i like don't like valentine's day but it's been said before that if you love your partner you just love them every day well honestly you don't have to just pick one specific day for no reason just to show them that you love them a little extra like you should be doing that every day yeah you know well valentine's day is um you know it's sort of been hijacked by uh corporate companies mm -hmm. um any way to make more money so yeah well you, you want to show your partner you love them don't you don't you want to show them that you love them? Get them these little candy hearts. Hey, you should buy them this giant pet teddy bear. <laughs> it's only 50 bucks. I feel like it's like bragging rights too, kind of. What? You know, like for couples 
to be like, look at what my baby got me. Or look at what my oh. baby did. You know, like, no one can just have Valentine's Day and not post it on Facebook. No, no, no. It's you always have to like, brag. Look at my giant teddy bear. Oh, wow. You got a giant teddy bear. That's pretty cool. It's going to sit in your fucking storage room for <laughs> next yeah. year. And like, then the next person's like, wow. Oh, that's nice. I got, um, I got a pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. Not from sex, though, but like a real one. And then next person's like, wow, pearl necklace. Oh, that's interesting. I got an engagement ring. Uh oh. Like yeah. It's just a, a pissing contest <laughs> of who can do it better. Yeah, of who yeah. has more money. So, today, obviously, if you uh, haven't gathered, we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day. You're like, if you haven't gathered, we're talking about cannibalism. <laughs> Completely what? off topic. What? <laughs> um, it's going to get a little bit spicy today, I think. Like from sex? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Weirdly enough. <laughs> oh, bug. So if you get uncomfortable uh, discussing sex, discussing, if you get uncomfortable disgusting. If, oh. you, if you get uncomfortable during disgusting sex, <laughs> now's the time to click it off. If you get uncomfortable discussing sexual anything, probably don't listen to this episode. Mm. If you're my mom or my dad. Don't listen to this episode. Just you don't even have to listen to the episode. You can just like click and then mark it as played. Still gives us support. Don't have to listen. There you go. <laughs> so we all know that feeling of when you meet someone new and you like can't keep your hands off of them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's exciting and you're willing to literally have sex with them like anywhere. Like, At you'll any just point in time, go have a quickie in the Walmart bathroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but once you commit to someone and the honeymoon phase wears off, how do you? keep a healthy sex life in a long-term relationship that's the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about today yeah sounds like you're really prepared yeah Do, would you like to hear what i have written down oh uh, sure i'm assuming here that you have a lot written down oh uh, yeah i like to keep it prepared except for the religion episode where i wrote down one fucking nonsense thing yeah yes <laughs> um th- this is what i wrote down talk about sex being sexy pushing boundaries exploring kinks keeping it spicy in the bedroom I mean, yeah, we can cover all those things. That's literally all I wrote down. <laughs> okay, well, I'll guide you through it. Okay. <laughs> Just take my hand. <laughs> so, like anything in life, sexual desire for your partner also ebbs and flows. Keep in mind that it is normal to not have a sex drive sometimes. Like, I feel like that's just human nature. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's never it's never on always. No. I mean, like, maybe for some people, but not for, like, your average long-term relationship i think you think there's someone who is always down i feel like some people have pretty high sex drives out there i understand having like a really high sex drive but i don't like if you're really fucking depressed that day i guess there's maybe a difference sorry i cut you off there's maybe a difference between like having a high sex drive and being like addicted to sex oh because there are people out there that have like actual addictions to sex yes that's true so their sex drives obviously way higher right yeah, or, well, if it's even their sex driver, if it's, like, a weird physical validation thing. Yeah, probably that, too. Yeah. I would assume. Um, I don't know, like, sometimes for me, it's, like, yeah, let's have sex three times in the day. Yeah. And then sometimes it's, like, don't even fucking look at me, you peasant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though? Like, sometimes it's, like, let's do this, like, however many times a day, and then sometimes it's, like, just, no, I've, I have a headache. I told you that three hours ago. <laughs> I'm trying to, like... <laughs> get you ready for the rejection later today but both is normal like both is fine yeah you're gonna go through like ups and downs for sure yeah every person yeah. one week you're gonna want to fuck every goddamn day all day next week 
you might not want anything at all. Yeah. And, like, it's fine. But I feel like, like, not wanting to have a, like, sex with your partner, is it's okay sometimes. But if it's, like, an ongoing thing where it's, like, months that you're, like, still not feeling it, then, you know, it obviously leads to a bigger problem. Well, yeah. Um... So I guess you kind of have to look into like why that could be because there's multiple, multiple reasons why both male and female have low sex drives. That's yeah. I was going to say like it really depends on what the reason is Mm -hmm. for it it being an issue. Yeah. Like if you don't want to have sex with your partner for like two months, that can be okay. But it's okay if like you're dealing with some serious like mental health issues yeah. or something like that it's yeah. just not in the forefront of your mind at all you don't feel sexy you don't want to have sex yeah but if it gets to the point where you're like i just don't want to have sex with you yeah that is a fucking massive issue that's a uh, one of the like key points that i have like i have a list of stuff that could be like why your sex drive isn't what it should be yeah um obviously bad mental health is one yeah if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're just not feeling good mentally, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel good physically and you're not going to like want to give your all to your partner, right? Um, bad physical health is another one too, you know, because obviously sex is a physical act. Mm-hmm. So if you're just kind of lazy, it's not going to be as good. And if it's not as good, then you're not going to want it as often. Yeah. Or even like if you have COVID or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like... I remember one time I had COVID and wow, <laughs> I just wanted to lay on the couch and recover from COVID-19, the virus that shut the world down. <laughs> you had a different plan for the day. All day, you'd just come up and you'd, be, you'd grab my dick and I'd be like, <laughs> babe, look, I'm, I want to, I just, I'm sweating bullets and Physically I physically cannot, cannot do it. You're like, okay. I'm like, I have COVID. And I didn't realize how bad COVID was until I got it like three days later. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) This is rough. And if I remember correctly, I did do it. Yeah. But it didn't turn out (laughs) because I was dying. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, this never happens. (laughs) But I have COVID. And then you get COVID and you're like... I'm. I don't feel good. I'm like, oh, you don't feel good. Oh, you don't feel good. Do you want sex? (laughs) Want to take this downstairs and pull out the chains and whips or something? (laughs) Oh, that's the last thing you want to do right now? Huh? Interesting. Well, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll make you a sandwich and turn on Teen Mom for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to be fair, you didn't say no. Well, of course I'm not. I have fucking goon juice filled to the brim of my brain. Okay? So, yeah, bad mental health, bad physical health. If you have COVID-19, you probably shouldn't be fucking. Uh, stress is a huge one. Yeah, stress is super big. I know like, that. Say if you're stressed from COVID-19. Oh I'm, just, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know that I've been going through, like, uh, a lot of stress now, but I there was a time not too long ago where I was extra stressed yes and i did lose my sex drive for quite some time yeah um medications and birth control Mm -hmm. are things that people don't typically talk about too often i don't think yeah uh i have i know a couple people who their antidepressants lower their sex drive to pretty much nothing right and 
if that's the case, you know, obviously we can't give medical advice, but do go to your doctor and see if they can maybe change it or give something to counteract it. Or I don't even like, I don't know what to do in that situation. Well, I take um, something for my anxiety, mm-hmm. but it, it is an antidepressant, anti-anxiety, OCD, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one of the side of one of the possible side effects of that drug is reduced sex drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had it so bad. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah. Just because it's it's a mood stabilizer, so I don't get as many high highs. Mm-hmm. But um, I was reading about it recently because I was like, what happens if I try to quit doing this? So I was just kind of reading about it. It says that it's totally normal for that to um. Reduce your sex drive at first, you know, but if it continues on after like six months of taking it, mm-hmm. you should talk to your doctor. Oh, okay. So yeah. give it some time to kind of like equalize in your body Yeah. before just assuming it's gone. Half a year. Yeah. Okay. And if it's still like completely gone after months of taking this drug, mm-hmm. you should talk to your doctor because apparently that's not normal. However, if you are on antidepressants and it's been like a year, mm-hmm. don't be like too worried. Yeah. Just go have a conversation with your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. If that's something that, like, you're worried about, you know, and if it's, like, one of the things that you've noticed recently, say you just started taking antidepressants and suddenly you're like, well, I don't really want to have sex with my partner. It could be a correlation. So definitely, like, look into it and just kind of monitor it a little bit. Almost guarantee that's from the medication. Mm-hmm. And if birth you- control is a huge one, too. Like, a lot of hormonal birth controls will switch in like they'll switch the hormones in a woman's body okay and it'll completely either like amp your sex drive or diminish it completely okay see i don't really know anything about birth control (laughs) because uh the education system does not teach young boys really anything about anything about the female body or things that they experience Mm -hmm. so i don't know even still at 26 i don't know much about birth control i mean like to be fair a lot of women don't even know about their own birth control oof for real I didn't know anything about a fucking copper ID when they told me that it was the best non-hormonal method of yeah. getting a contraceptive in you. I had no idea it released copper into your fucking uterus. <laughs> it, like, disintegrates into your uterus over time. Like, yeah. there's so many things that women still don't know about birth control that they're just finding out today. Right. Lack of sex drive is one of them. Depression is one of them. Like, all of these, like, things that they're just coming to terms with after taking birth control for 10 years because their hormones get so fucked up jesus christ it's crazy um obviously like exhaustion like physical exhaustion yeah mental mental, yeah i feel like it would fall under the same category as stress you know when you're stressed you get exhausted and vice versa if you're just tired you're not gonna have a sex drive that's just the way it is that's very tough yeah um another one that would i feel like most well i won't say most but a lot of couples probably deal with this when your partner's not giving as much as they should be Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to want to fuck them you know what i mean like if you're for example you work all day you come home the house is a mess Mm -hmm. nothing's taken care of i'm not doing my end of it right all this shit you know it's just like i'm slacking on doing like daily tasks that should be kept up Mm -hmm. doing the dishes stuff like that I feel like that's a big turnoff. For me, it is. I know. Yeah. And I think maybe most women can relate more than men. Yeah. If your partner's not putting in the 50-50 effort, then it's like... I don't want to say it's like a an act of like 
retaliation to be like, well, you're not getting any sex then. Well, it kind of is. But kind of. Like, yeah. you're you're not getting anything in return, so why are you going to be sexually attracted to them? Right. Women's brains are fucking weird, but I feel like a lot of women can relate to that. Okay. Um. Well, I think what you're saying is, like, if you aren't both meeting 50-50 in the middle, mm-hmm. it's going to create a rift, and then there's going to be some... Like resentments. Yeah, like some minor resent, resent, resentments. <laughs> There's going to be some minor resentments yeah. towards your partner. And then, of course, if you're feeling that way, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel sexually attracted to them yeah, at that no, moment. Exactly. And it, yeah, that's what it is. It's a snowball effect. If your partner's not giving you what you need, that resentment's going to come in slowly. And then it's just going to like snowball until it's a bigger issue. Right. Especially if you don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, the last one that I have that we already touched on is that maybe you're just not attracted to your partner anymore. Yeah. It's harsh, but it's the reality of a lot of relationships. It happens to a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you've exhausted every other option and you're just, you look at your partner and you're just like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. you're, you don't feel that like spark or that passion or anything towards them. You're probably just not attracted to them anymore. And in that case, you probably either need to go to, like, couples counseling or just end the relationship there. Yeah. You can find the spark again. It comes and it goes, you know. But if it's, like, that last straw, like, it's, you're probably better off not being together. It, well, I think the spark fully comes and goes because a lot of couples go through what they call the roommate phase. Mm. Where you're, like, not having enough sex. Mm-hmm. You're not doing enough, like, date nights. You're not... um being intimate enough, whether that be sex or, or say, like, massages or just going on dates and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you essentially become roommates. Yeah. And You're just living together, sleeping in the same bed. Yes. Yeah. That kind of, like, smothers that spark. Yeah, that's fair. Avoid that. Yeah. If you start feeling that way, go on a fucking date and do not stop going on dates. Mm-hmm. Just do something to bring that spark back, you know? Yeah, just because bring the passion back in. Once the spark is gone, it's it can come back. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I would go as far to say that if you're in a long-term relationship, that spark will without a doubt go away. Mm-hmm. But it is then up to you to bring it back. No, and that's the thing. You got to keep it alive by doing things for your partner yeah. and for yourself. You know, you have to take care of both of you in the relationship so that it does come back. Yeah, and if you're both doing that, it will come back. Mm-hmm. And you can it can grow from there or it can go away again. But just choose to grow it and it will happen. No, exactly. If you want to fight for it, you will fight for it. Yes. And if you get to a point of where your spark is gone and you don't want to fight for it anymore, then the relationship just kind of ends there, you it's, know? It's then clear. Yeah. Um, we've said it before in, I'd say, multiple episodes, but communication is fucking huge. It's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. to me. Um, not only just to keep a relationship healthy, but to keep your sex drive healthy. Yeah. You have to communicate with your partner because what if they're like doing something that you're like, it just doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, yeah. And they just keep doing it and they think that you like it and you don't. And it's just like doing the opposite of what it should be doing. Yeah. And it's just like you have to deal with that every time. It almost becomes like this, oh, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be afraid to like speak up to your partner and say, hey, I don't really like it when you do that, but maybe we could try this. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to fucking communicate. Pun intended. <laughs> fucking communicate? <laughs> yeah. Fucking communication. <laughs> you have to fucking communication. <laughs> For real, though, you have to. You have to talk about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, it's kind of fun to talk about that kind of stuff. 
It is. It can be fun. It can be. I mean, it depends on how you go about it, what angle you take, but... Uh, I feel like some people just aren't as sexually open, maybe. Mm, true. Some people kind of, like, get awkward and, like, shy by it. So it might be hard to, like, open up to their partner about what they do and don't like. Or they don't even know, you know? Yeah. They haven't maybe even explored it within themselves to be able to, like, tell their partner what they like. Yeah, that's also something to take into consideration. But that's something that you can grow with your partner. You have to be able to, like, figure it out together, you know? Some couples are okay with, like, having sex one to two times a week, two to three times a week. Like, you you don't just have to communicate with them, like, about what you like, but also how often. Oh, yeah. To have sex. Because, yeah, like I said, like, some couples are okay once a week. Mm-hmm. Some couples are okay three times a week. Some people want to fucking have sex every single day, multiple times a day. Yeah. Sometimes the one partner will want to have sex multiple times a day, and the other partner does not. Mm-hmm. So you guys have to, like, communicate to find that common ground. Yeah, just meet in the middle. Yeah. You know, like, if your partner wants to have sex four times a week and you only want to have sex once, make it twice. Yeah. You know, build your way up. You're still communicating, you're still compromising, and you're going to make it a lot easier for you guys to, like, enjoy sex. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Because then you are you don't have one partner dreading it, you know? Yeah. You have, like, a common middle ground. Even if you have to, like, plan it out, fuck. Thursday oh, night at 8 p.m. people do that. Let's go. You know, write it down on the calendar. Put, set an alarm on your phone. Like, if you have a schedule. Pussy time. <laughs> if you have a scheduled sex life, it's not a bad thing. So many people do that. Like, as people get older, as we all get older, you're busy as shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you get so busy. And that's another reason that people fall into the roommate routine. Yeah. Because you're fucking so busy and tired working the bills the fucking this the kids the pets the everything you know yeah so you forget to fit in the intimate parts you should not write it down on a calendar make it sexy time giving the dick on thursday 7 p.m <laughs> yeah i don't care how you feel we're, we're doing, doing it. it it's on the calendar <laughs> um not only communicating about like how often but it's important to communicate within the bedroom too you know like I said before, like, don't be afraid to tell your partner when you don't like something. But also, don't be afraid to tell your partner when you do like something. If there's something that you want to try that you, like, think it would be fun, you have to express that to your partner. Yeah. You have to be open with them, you know? I feel like you when you hit a certain point in your relationship, you shouldn't be, like, shied away by sexual conversations. No, no. I mean, well, I don't know because I, like you said, some people are more shy less open talking about their sexual desires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But speaking from like my point of view, we've been together for three years. If there's anything I want to try, mm-hmm. I would bring it up with you. Yeah. If I literally I'm not, but if I was like, uh, I want you to tie me up and, and peg me <laughs> and pour fucking wax all over my face <laughs> yeah. and, and call me a stinky little piggy. <laughs> <laughs> I would bring it up with you. Yeah. You, no matter how crazy it sounds, you have to just, like, bring it up to your partner. Yeah, Worst you know? case scenario, they say they, they're they not into it. Once again, maybe you can compromise and find something on a lower level that yeah, you guys can both try. I think, like, bringing toys into the bedroom is huge for couples. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Like, new couples, old couples, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of men, specifically, yeah. are intimidated by toys. Yep. I don't know why. 
Well, because men, I think, have this weird thing instilled in them somewhere down the line that, like, uh, to be the man, mm-hmm. you gotta take care of your woman. You gotta please your woman, yeah. And if a toy's involved, then you're clearly not doing your job. That makes sense, I guess. Um, I think it's bullshit, though. Yeah. Like. I think, like, I don't know, if your man's not okay with it, then you're dating a man-child. You should probably just throw them in the fucking garbage. Oh. <laughs> like, if you have, like, you bring it up to your partner and you're like, let's bring a vibrator into the bedroom. And he says, well, fucking what, I can't do the job. Oh, I'm not enough. Oh, no, for real. No, you're not, Derek. There's a reason that. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, you're not enough. No person has ever gotten a woman off better than their vibrator. And that is just the truth. Well, yeah. Just the way it goes. I'm sorry. And if you want to please your woman, bring a toy in so that she can get just as much pleasure as you in the three minutes that it's going to fucking take. Let's not... I mean, you're... I am still a guy here. <laughs> I'm just talking, like, generically, you know? Yeah, I like, know, I know. This is for the ladies. Men, fucking just pause it for half a second so I'm, I'm gonna going cover on my ears. a little rant. La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm covering my ears and going la, 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 la. I think you didn't pick that up. But for real, like... Toys can be fun. They are not your enemy. No, they are fun. They yeah, they are fun. There's no can be. They are. They're, They're not your enemy. They're not gonna steal your girl. They're not gonna fucking that just reminded me of like a remember the one time I was on the couch and you had gone downstairs to grab something mm-hmm. and my vibrator was laying on the bed. I usually like hide it away underneath the pillow, but it was like out in the open. Mm-hmm. And you sent me a Snapchat and you like zoomed in on it and you're like, sorry, I can't be him. <laughs> I do not remember that, but that sounds like something I would do. I remember laughing so fucking hard over that because I knew it was a joke. You're not, like, actually jealous of my fucking piece of plastic. No, of course not. I'm not a fucking psychopath. No. Um, by saying toys, though, like, you don't have to jump into the fucking crazy ass ball gags and... Yeah, you don't need to immediately and get and have to a, a sex swing. No, a sex swing hanging over your bed and doing backflips onto his dick. Like, you don't have to fucking go that hard. But you can work your way up to you, that. That's the thing. You can work your way up. I think, like, a really fun thing to do for couples would to be, like, just pour a couple drinks, sit on the couch, go onto a website, and order sex toys together. That would be fun. That's a fun thing to do. You know, you can get those remote control vibrators. Love those things. Where the man controls the vibration. You can do it out in public. Go to a fucking movie, you know? That's yeah. fun things to do. Like, sit there and just, like, fill up your cart and go fucking buy ones that you guys both like. Yeah. And that you guys would both enjoy. Another, th- like, fun thing to do would be, like, make it a date night. Go have supper. Have a couple drinks. Go to the sex store. Go pick out, like, they have, like, card games and stuff that you can yeah, buy for, yeah. like, different positions. They have dice. Those dice. I was going to bring up those dice. Like, all sorts of fun stuff. Go and, like, pick out a couple things. Go home and then just try them out together. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be intimidating and it doesn't have to be awkward. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Make a whole date night out of it, you know? Even if you are uncomfortable by it, if you just start doing it, start small. Yeah. You won't, like, by, by the end of it, you're going to be, like... Where's my latex suit at, babe? <laughs> babe, have you seen my latex suit? Babe, I'm, the whip's on the bed. Can you just move that for me? <laughs> you know what's funny? Speaking about buying toys and stuff, mm-hmm. I almost bought a cock ring the other day. At Walmart? Uh, no. A gas station. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, um, it was just like an impulse thing. I was like, should I buy one of these? And then I was like, um, I mean, what's the point? You know, it makes your dick harder. I don't really have an issue with that. And it makes you makes it harder to get off yeah 
And I literally said to the person I was with, I was like, man, I already take antidepressants. Like, that's already kind of an issue sometimes. I don't think I need another barrier in front of that. Yeah. So I Kind of just pointless. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, like, yeah, you, you can't feel awkward with that kind of stuff, you know? Like, I'm not condoning the use of alcohol to have, like, a healthy sex life, but if you're jumping into having toys in the bedroom... Sometimes it helps to take a little bit of liquid courage to have a couple drinks with your partner to open up, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like only if you're uncomfortable, but you want to do it consensually with your partner. Like two glasses of wine will make you feel, you know, giddy enough to get up and do it. Yeah, you'll be more likely to do it. And also, like if you want to do it anyways, but you don't have a couple glasses of wine, you feel a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It might end up being a really awkward scenario. Yeah. Like, you try to use a toy and you're like, I, um, I don't really know how to use that thing. <laughs> like, if you just have a, a little bit of wine or a couple of beers or something, you'll you'll feel confident as hell. And even if you're not confident, it becomes more of a funny situation. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's easier to laugh it off than it is to be like, oh, fuck. Like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, um, uh, does that feel good? I'm really sorry. <laughs> just, like, rubbing a vibrator on her labia or something. <laughs> um, um Rubbing my fucking kneecap. Like, get yeah, the fuck out of here. That's, that's good, right? You're like, <laughs> Did <almost>. you come? <laughs> that's it. That's all you needed, right? It's okay, my turn. Can we put the toy down now? Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's Why is it so loud? Now, I don't know for sure, but I think I can speak for, like, most men when oh. I say that in the bedroom, they want to please their partner. You would be surprised to find out that you cannot speak for most <laughs> men in saying that. Fuck. I feel like that's just like something that men should do. Well, of it is course. something that they should do. It's something everyone should do. If you love your partner, you should work at getting them off really well. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of guys, for whatever reason, I can't understand it, are fully like, well, I came. <laughs> fucked her I'm like that's it get up grab the towel and just go fucking sit on their phone yeah eight pumps they're like I'm done well it's objectifying women is what it is yeah it's just another run <clears throat> I feel know? like that's more common in a hookup though than it would be in a relationship well yeah I, I think I hope I don't know like no I... that is true that is true but there are still people in relationships that like don't know how to handle that yeah you know and they yeah it's very selfish. A lot all, of selfishness. It all just comes down to, like, being open with your partner and communicating. Like we've said before, you have to communicate what you like and what you don't like and vice versa. It goes for both anybody. It goes for fucking anybody. Yeah, you have to be able to be comfortable enough to tell your partner what you want. As easy as, like, hey, you haven't finished me in the last eight times. <laughs> Maybe we could work on that together. Yeah. Well, I'm not bringing in one of them dang vibrating penises or whatever. <laughs> If that's what you're getting at, I will definitely not be holding another penis that goes buzz buzz. Uh, what am I, gay or something? Oh, that's fucking brutal. <laughs> I just slipped into a character so bad, I I came out of my blackout where I was doing you're still southern guy. staring at me. Yeah, I was just looking blankly. I was like, what the fuck were we just talking about? I'm such a good character actor. Hey, Hollywood, hire me. Uh, there's um one more thing I'm going to bring up. If your partner and you are kind of on, like, a budget and you can't just afford to go and buy sex toys, because they can be expensive. Mm-hmm. It's fucking... You, yeah, they can have some pretty pricey sex toys out there. Cucumbers and condoms. 
no (laughs) (laughs) i mean sure if that's what you're into but uh wish.com yes it has copious amounts of sex toys i'm sure you've seen them on the ads on your facebook they're just Mm -hmm. fucking everywhere they have surprisingly decent quality sex toys oh yeah not bad i know you're looking at them and you're thinking oh it's from wish like oh these wish things are probably gonna fucking tell china where i'm at or whatever (laughs) no they're just good on your clit i guess (laughs) no they have good sex toys for a reasonable price yeah it might take a little bit longer for them to come in but wish is getting better with their shipping they take like a lot less time than they used to either way if you guys are on a budget like wish is one website that you can go to and look with your partner and it's all very reasonably priced yeah we ordered that one from wish that one time mm-hmm. i've was, ordered all uh... of mine from wish oh really mm-hmm. and oh. they're not discreet about it either i remember <laughs> the one time i ordered a fucking <laughs> i ordered a dildo off wish uh it came wrapped as a fucking dildo the poor mailman. That's hilarious. It's There was no mistaking that. It, they knew what it was. Here's your big dick. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't greet the mail person, thankfully, when they dropped it off. Oh, I just good. heard that the mail was coming. Picked it up. I'm like, wow, wish. Thank you. And then the fucking package, because they're Chinese. They don't really speak English. The package says something along the lines of like, fun party toy or something it's just something fucking stupid on the package i imagine all they did was it's probably just some sort of like um tag printer Mm -hmm. that just prints off exactly what the order says but it's always something like i think i sent you a picture of it the one time or maybe i sent it to my girls group chat but i had ordered a sex toy and it's supposed to be discreet. And mm-hmm. on the label, it said something just fucking, like, blatantly obvious. Yeah. Like, everyone at the post office knows. Everyone that's fucking carrying and handling it. Everybody knows what it is. The lady is giving you the package. She, she looks at it. She's like, here's your um, big silicone dick for your pussy. Here you go. <laughs> so, like, so specific. Fuck. Like, fuck. Wish. Do better. I love you, but do better. <laughs> but if me. you're if you're not uncomfortable with the not so discreet uh thing about it you know yeah they have some decent stuff on there good no quality they do stuff. definitely it was great quality the one that we got that remote control one mm-hmm. until our dog ate it yeah <laughs> it was great until the dog chewed it up yeah. uh, <laughs> spencer's is another good place to go buy cheap toys and oh. they have like full ass like bondage kits and everything and it's not like super great quality like if you're really looking into getting into like shibari and stuff like that you want to go like better quality but for starters they have like whole ass kits with like handcuffs and paddles and all that fun stuff um they have like five dollar mini vibrators that you can just put in your purse and (laughs) take with you (laughs) like you never know when you're gonna get the urge stressed out at a red light you know what i love about spencer's (laughs) is you walk in and you're like oh neat shirt oh my god adventure time i love that show Mm -hmm. and then you look down the hall and i imagine it like one of those uh one of those horror movies where it does a slow zoom down the hall the lights are flickering and it's just like (laughs) and you're like what's down there you start walking slowly, and you feel your skin getting dirtier as you walk past the posters of naked women and stuff. The lava lamps. Yeah, the lava lamps, like, illuminating your face with greens and reds. and like a fucking giallo film or whatever. And you get to the back, and you're just like... It's like you push through a fucking invisible veil. Yeah. And you're just surrounded by filth and misery and you love it every time blow up dicks and oh yeah there's like a giant (laughs) dick smiling at you like hey there big guy welcome to hell and then you look the other way and there's like 
fucking little electrodes to put on your nipples, and it's like, come have a fun time. <laughs> I feel like it, it's it looks like what satanic jazz might sound like, and I and I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I did that thing where I fucking blacked out on a character again. I, where the fuck am I? What's happening? I'm back in my room, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> So I guess, like, the moral of it all is just you have to fucking communicate with your partner. You have to be open with them. You have to be honest with them about what you like. You don't want to live a life with a partner for 40 years not having sex. Or when you do have sex, it's, like, subpar. Yeah, no. You want to have good sex. And you want to keep that good sex going for as long as you possibly can. Forever. till you die. I want to be 60 and still getting it on. If you are 60 years old and you haven't had your ass eaten out in the last three months, leave them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a bold take, but I'm dead serious and 100% not joking. (laughs) I'm just dying over here. Uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) Ladies, if your man hasn't eaten you out and then flipped you over like a goddamn burger on a hot plate went straight to eating the ass in the last three weeks leave him for real leave him throw him in the fucking garbage and start it on fire throw him in the garbage and start him on fire you ever seen hereditary remember when they throw the book in the fire and then the guy engulfs in flames do that to your man <laughs> if he hasn't pussy burger flip ass. Hey, have you ever seen Hereditary? Just stick your man out the window and hit his fucking head off with a stop sign. Sheesh. <laughs> Ladies, if your man hasn't put a candle in his ass and did a headstand and lit it until it was ready to drip wax out and then sort of like folded down like a chair and then drip that wax on you while you were having sex, that's probably okay because that's a little extreme. <laughs> I was going to say fucking leave him. <laughs> <laughs> leave his dumb ass big expectations over here so i'm looking at you really big okay okay i have <laughs> candles i'm not that flexible we can make it happen <laughs> we'll make it happen we'll get some like bars above the bed we can just kind of hang there yeah okay yeah it's work like a silent hill monster mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah done okay yeah okay okay <laughs> See, guys, that's called open-mindedness. See, look how easy that was. You bring up what you want, you get it. See? See how easy it was? (laughs) Justin's scared right now. I can't wait. (laughs) All right, so now that we talked sex, how to maintain it, maintain maintain sex drive? Maintain. (laughs) How to keep a healthy sex life with your partner. Those are just a couple things. Uh... Obviously, if it's more serious, like I said, like if it's your medication, go talk to your doctor. But there are things that you can do to bring that spark back. And if you can't, you probably shouldn't be with your partner. Oh, and I do want to say there's literally no shame. And I would almost condone going to couples therapy if you think it will help you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is nothing, nothing wrong with that. To get that mediator in there. Yeah, an outside perspective. Yeah. A professional on the subject mm-hmm. that you are struggling with, if that's an option for you, go talk to the professional. Absolutely, and, take it. Like, go for it. Why not? What's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is it doesn't help you. And then you're just pretty much doomed from there, so. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> fucked, and then your life's in shambles. But look, you should go for it. Just at least try it. <laughs> try it before you give up. Okay, so with Valentine's Day coming up, I feel like we should maybe talk, like, 
ideas to get your partner for Valentine's Day. Yes, and we should also talk different genres of people and what to get them. Okay. I think. Sure. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I'm thinking, like, because if I was to get you, uh, like, a bouquet of flowers and, like, uh, a pink teddy bear, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, that's sweet. Not really my vibe. Not really your vibe, right? Thought you knew me better. But there's a lot of people, if you got that for them, they would love it. Mm-hmm. So the different types of people that you're with, it's definitely very important to get a correlating gift. Yeah. Like for you, um, I'm not going to give anything away because I don't have anything yet. <laughs> but I'm trying. Mm-hmm. But I would love to get like a fucking hand forged knife with mm. made of bone or something like that mm-hmm. but if you got that for becky with her <laughs> blonde curls curls <laughs> and quicksilver jeans that's a very dated reference i don't know what people look like what do people look like yeah, well if you oh I becky think wouldn't that. like that <laughs> If you got a bone knife for Becky in the blue denim jacket and the black... Lulu's. Lulu's. White Vans, white crop top. White Vans and white crop top. She might be like, you're a sick fuck. Get away from me, you actual serial killer. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely important. Yeah. To know your partner. (laughs) I mean, like, I think that goes for, uh, like, if this is, like, your first Valentine's Day together. Ooh, And you're trying to, like, judge what they like and what they don't like especially if if you've only been together for like a few months yeah you're still kind of learning about them if you're like going on like three four years and you still don't know what your partner likes eh. <laughs> i'd reevaluate the whole relationship at that point but leave leave, <laughs> leave. Just, just leave run 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 <laughs> and it also comes down to like being on a budget too you know like a lot of people can't afford to go and buy their partner Apple AirPods and whatever the fuck people do. Like, some people get, like, cars for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Who the fuck? I don't know. Excuse me. I'm going to Dollarama. And I'm getting a bag of Skittles. And I'm fucking making a charcuterie board out of candy. That's perfect. That's that a great thing to do, you know? It does sound nice. I love Skittles. Dollarama's gonna be your best friend if you're on a budget. Just go to the dollar store pick up a bunch of junk food, buy a movie, or throw Netflix on, just spend a night together. Light some candles, you know, make it cute, make it romantic. You don't have to go overboard. Yeah, you know, I think it was two years ago, you got me a horror movie on Blu-ray and some candy. Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. But it was the idea that I loved so much. Because we sat down and watched the horror movie. Yeah. And ate some candy. Yeah. That was fucking incredible such a good night yeah it was great you don't have to go overboard with your partner and like set up elaborate fucking string balloons or string balloons are those a thing what's a string balloon? i don't know i'm thinking like strings hanging from the ceiling and like helium balloons and all oh, that sure. fancy ass shit i mean if you want to kudos if go for it if you want to post it all on instagram well yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to do this for clout absolutely go hard go for it go for it but i'm just speaking for couples that maybe are on a budget you know, some Skittles and fucking cheese plate. It's good enough. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Literally. Okay. I'll, I'll say this from a man's perspective. And from, okay. More specifically from a cis straight guy in a straight relationship. Mm-hmm. Women who are in a relationship similar to that. All you need to do is give this fool some food, put on a movie he likes mm-hmm. and f- suck his dick. Yeah, fair enough. And he'll be like... 
Oh, best Valentine's Day ever. I literally have never had a better Valentine's Day in my life, babe. <laughs> and then imagine you get him some like white sunglasses or something. Oh, he'd, he'd be, be like, so stoked. Oh, wow. <laughs> Your fucking face when you do that. <laughs> babe. It's never been better. <laughs> it's easy. We're easy to please. Yeah. You're very simple creatures. (laughs) Literally, you know what I want for Valentine's Day? Hmm. I just want, I just want a a horror movie on DVD Mm -hmm. and a kiss on the forehead. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's all I want. I think I can do that. Okay. I think. We'll see. Uh (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, another good option would be like just get a babysitter and go out for the night. Just go to fucking, like, Boston Pizza. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a, some fancy-ass reservation at some super expensive restaurant. Get a babysitter. Just go to a restaurant that you guys both like. Yeah. Or get a babysitter. Get Chinese food. Eat it in bed. And then fuck. That sounds like a great-ass Valentine's Day to me. We literally did that yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it was fucking great. We should have saved it for Valentine's Day. But I still, I'm happy to do it on a Friday night. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a good option. That's something simple, easy, very minimal money involved. It's just that's a good option. I think what really what what really what we are saying is the monetary value of Valentine's Day shouldn't matter that much. No. A lot of people listening are going to be like, "Well, yeah, obviously." But some people listening are going to be like, "What do you mean?" I feel like some people listening their take on valentine's day is similar to like christmas where it's like they have to go fucking broke to please their partner with elaborate gifts yeah you know you don't have to do that no maybe we're just simple creatures i don't know you know maybe you and i just appreciate the simplicity and like just the value of it well in terms of like i don't know what even what i'm trying to say like there is some level of appreciating the thought behind it you know that's that's a very old saying is like it's the thought that counts, right? Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. It truly is the thought that counts. I mean, like, I could go out and buy you a fucking $1,200 necklace, mm-hmm. but where's the thought behind it? It's just expensive. Yeah. It's just going, look, I gave things I worked for to give you this. Yeah. Which is great if you want to do that, but I prefer to go around, like, I know you like this, mm-hmm. so I made this thing. For I you. took hours of my time mm-hmm. made it for you. Here you go. I love you. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I like to do. Yeah, and I love that, you know? Yeah. I would take that over fucking any expensive-ass necklace that'll probably break in a month because I'm <laughs> not good with taking care of my stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, for the ladies... A very simple thing to do, and we kind of, like, touched base on that a little bit. Get some lingerie. Dress up for your man. You know, you get some, like, chocolate-covered strawberries. YouTube how to fucking do a strip tease. You know, just, like, <laughs> just very minimal, you know? Dress up mm-hmm. cute. Do your makeup. Set up a couple glasses of wine. Like, keep it super simple. But, like, even the lingerie. Like, and I've heard people say... I was just listening to a podcast the other day. And the women were speaking, saying that, like, men don't like lingerie. And I don't know if that's a true statement or not. Um, who's, I, who said that? What podcast was, was that? Giggly Squad. I don't know who that is. Hey, Giggly Squad. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm sure you're nice, but wrong. Yeah, I don't know. They were talking about how, like, men just want to see you naked, more or less, and not 
Like they don't care about the fancy lingerie and stuff. That's not true. That is not true. That is that is simplifying men to a point of like animalistic behavior. Yeah. Well, give me titties. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, and I was kind of confused by that because I'm like, I don't know. I love the look of a woman in lingerie. Yeah, because it looks fucking great. Well, yeah. And it doesn't even have to be super elaborate. Just like a two-piece, like super cute, one-piece, whatever the fuck you have. Like, just go dig around in the back of your drawer. Yeah. Find the lingerie that you haven't worn the last five years because you haven't had a reason to wear it and put it on. Yes. And just like dress up cute, you know? It's because for a man, I find it's not like, I think that that statement's so ridiculous. That's insane to me. Putting on lingerie and setting something up is sort of... It's meeting a fantasy standard or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it becomes a fantasy at that point. Like you come home from work as the dude, and and your beautiful girlfriend or wife is there, in her hot lingerie. Like take me. Yeah. Like that's a fantasy at that point. Mm-hmm. Almost every guy is gonna appreciate that. That's kind of what I thought too. Sorry, I was wrong. It's not Giggly Squad. It was Sophia. Okay, Giggly Sophia Squad. Sophia Franklin. Maybe I'm sorry that I said you're wrong. Maybe you're right, Sophia you're wrong <laughs> sorry uh-oh sorry dude she's kind of got a weird standpoint on like men in general it's very toxic yeah some but... guys probably hurt her in the past because of her choices but <laughs> you're wrong and i'm sorry okay because i yeah i heard that and i was like i don't know like i feel like well i have done that before for you you've last come home, valentine's day you've come home from work and i'm just wearing lingerie and you love it. So I was like... Yeah, steam you- starts coming out of my ears and I go, awooga, and my eyes fucking pop out like the wolf or whatever on the mask and old cartoons. And then my jaw goes, doing, hits the floor. And then my tongue fucking hits the floor uh, also and rolls out like a carpet. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay, good. But I'll keep doing it. But my, no, it's not my gonna heart like- hops out of my chest in the shape of a cartoon heart and goes, kukunk, kukunk, and then back in. And then I slap the table a bunch of times and go, awooga. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's... I don't know if someone hurt her or she wore lingerie for an ex and they didn't like it or something. I don't fucking know, but like... Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was just a personal issue that she had to deal with and then she was just like, I'm just gonna project this into my listeners. (laughs) In her valley valley girl voice. I'm sorry, Sophia, with an F. (laughs) But I just don't agree with that. I'm sure you're chill yeah i didn't necessarily like believe it but i heard it and i was like i don't know like i feel like most men would appreciate if their woman put some lingerie on chocolate covered strawberries a little bit of wine super simple have great sex give them a blowjob boom valentine's day over done and satisfied for like the rest of the year yep (laughs) it doesn't have to be complicated no it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be just this a whole elaborate thing it's just a fucking day red lingerie Nice cheeses and crackers. Mm-hmm. Mouth. <laughs> That's all you need. That's really all you need. That's all you need. And you then the guy's like just... twenty dollars at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking dripping goon juice out of his nose. Just <laughs> That's all you need. I think one more thing we should talk about before we wrap this whole thing up. This is more for um, I, I guess I would put it comfortable couples. Okay. Explore kinks. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you talked about, you know, bring it up with your significant other. If they're not cool with it, you'll meet in the middle. But, you know, like, if if only if you're comfortable, bring up your actual kinks. Yeah. 
and then you guys can explore that together. Yeah. Like, you can live out the things you've been thinking about for years. With somebody that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's huge. Like... It's great. A lot of people like vanilla sex. Which is fine. And that's fine. If that's what you like, it's fine. Sometimes I don't mind it either, you know? Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while, it's okay. <laughs> I think it's like the complete opposite. You know? Most couples, I would say, do vanilla. And like every yeah. once in a while, they spice it up. But we're just like the opposite, maybe? Well, I, I can't talk for every couple because I don't know what goes on in your bedroom. So <laughs> I don't know. I could be completely fucking wrong. I don't mind vanilla sex every once in a while. It's completely fine. But being able to, like, open up to your partner about the kinks that you like and the things that get you going is such a, f- a beautiful thing. It really is. Oh, it's great. To be comfortable enough with somebody to allow them to see into your mind, you know? It's like they're fucking reading your Pornhub search history. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> being able to, like, open up and try new things with your partner, such a great fucking thing. It's super nice. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's like a, a little exercise, like, mentally as well. Like, it's just... It's fun. And physically, of course. Oh, yeah. You get to try something that you've never tried before, something you never got to do. It's mm-hmm. fun for you and your partner who, like, wants the kink. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a kink that you're not comfortable with, but mm-hmm. then communication comes into play. Yeah. I don't like that, you know? Yeah. But you should, it, honestly, you should try it once. Unless you know for a fact that it's way out of your comfort zone, you're going to fucking hate it. Yeah. But if it's something, like, a little... You're not kind of, like, leaning towards it, really. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. That seems a little crazy. Mm-hmm. If it seems a little crazy, try it. There's only a few things that I will will not try. Yeah. Don't spit in my fucking mouth. I know that. I will throw up all over you. I don't want that. I don't like that either. I know. Don't piss on me. Not into it. <laughs> That's it. Well, I shit on you? Well, no. <laughs> Any sort of, like, don't put your bodily fluids on me. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. The, other than that, like, I'm good. No, yeah, I know. I just... Like, there's some kinks that people are into that are very specific. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, very not for other people. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things that you just keep that to yourself, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, if someone's like, there's like two coming to mind. One's like, uh, I want to like pretend that you kill me and then fuck my corpse. That's maybe something that would be hard for a partner. Yeah. That's an actual kink, though. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that is more popular would be like, I want someone to fuck me and for you to watch. Cucking. Yeah. That's not for a lot of people. No. That's that a very select few of people. Not for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So there's like a few that... It's pretty fucking extreme. Yeah. You What's know? that one that you told me about not too long ago? Where the guy gets off on being small and oh, eaten. Vor. Yeah. Yeah, so... What? The- that that kink is about being really, really minuscule, and then a giant woman picks you up and, and like, eats you, and then you go through in her, like, intestines and stuff like that. That's an actual kink. Yeah, it's a real kink. What I think that kink is, is, like, there's degrading people, mm-hmm. and then there's the ultimate, like, mythical side of that, where you're a tiny little speck, you yeah. know? Like, she could crush you with her finger if she wanted, mm-hmm. so she just picks you up and eats you. 
All right. I think that's what it is. It's like the ultimate level of like submit submission. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Like you're just in a tiny little fucking ant to this yeah. woman, you know. Such an interesting. Like I just, I'm not judging. I just don't get it. No, like, the idea no. of a giant man eating me does not. <laughs> doesn't get me wet a giant, <laughs> giant woman woman eating me does absolutely nothing to me. you know what my favorite kink is though not favorite as in like i'm into it but the one that i find the most like funny and interesting people who are about 40 to 60 years old it, it's biggest with them and i'll tell you why quicksand kink so there's a whole kink around women in quicksand and they sink, and then once they get to their titties, their titties, like, float, like, on the quicksand and stuff, and then mm-hmm. and they fight to get out of the quicksand. And this has been talked about. Who the fuck talked about it? Was it Burt Kreischer? I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I've never heard of this before. It, yeah. Um, but the reason that kink is around, apparently, is because film and television in the 70s and 80s, quicksand was, like, a huge thing. You know, remember growing up, you'd hear about quicksand and stuff? And it was a huge fucking problem for me at that age. Yeah, (laughs) yes. That's because in the 80s, quicksand was like a big thing in media. So people would watch as like little kids, they would have their sexual awakening watching a hot woman in quicksand. And now it's, it's a kink. What? People sinking in quicksand. I've seen these videos. I looked them up because Shelby and I were laughing so hard one day about them. Looked them up. Yeah, there's videos of just women sinking in quicksand. That's, like I said, like, I don't judge kinks. No, me neither. Me neither. But some of these kinks, I'm speechless. Yeah. For once in my life, I don't know what the fuck to say because it's just so strange to me. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, quicksand kinks. It's a big thing with uh, dad vibes. (laughs) I don't know. It's a big thing with dads in their 50s. It's, Uh. it is, it is. I don't know. I mean, I get it, I guess. I guess it's like the I'm helpless kind of ordeal. Well, is it? Because typically the power fantasy is that she's helpless and she's going to die or something. So you, the, the strong man, you come and save her. And, mm-hmm. Oh, you saved me. Fuck me. <laughs> In these videos, these kinks, the woman just sinks and dies. And that's it? Yep, she sinks under the mud, and then it just holds on the mud for a while, and then it's over. <laughs> There's no savior. The woman just struggles to get out of the mud or the quicksand, and she does not make it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that kind of, like, falls into, like, snuff films, I guess, you know? Yeah, well. It's not, like, on the same realm, but kind of, if the woman's just not making it out. Like, yeah, yeah. It's... I don't know. I, I don't hope know. I can't no say a lot because off the snuff films. Jesus, I've seen a couple of those, and I oh haven't. I'm I'm good. <laughs> oh my goodness me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anything in the world, there's a kink for it. Pretty much. I'm trying to like wrap my head around something that somebody might not be turned on by, but like. There's people on fucking My Strange Addiction who marry roller coasters. So, like, <laughs> it's... <laughs> There's hella people who fuck their cars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, TVs, video games, you know? Like, I feel like there's a kink for literally everything. Pretty much, yeah. Like, anything... Is there Is there a cryptid kink? Probably. Oh, I. you know what? I 100% know there is. I have heard um, fan fiction about fucking the Mothman. 
I can guarantee that there is, yeah. Yep. Like, even just, it goes as, uh, like, little as people fucking ghosts. Oh, yeah. Or demons, you know? Those are all claimed to be real. Maybe I'll talk about um, sex ghosts on uh, Horror (laughs) Horror Jabber. (laughs) Or people who have sex in the astral realm. That's a thing. Mm Did you know that? You can go astral project into the astral realm and have sex with other light beings. Yep, I Mm -hmm. didn't know about that. So that's a kink. Actually, my last Horror Jabber episode. Yeah. That woman uh, claims to have fucked the devil. Yeah. There's no... There's no limit. No. I guess it's just the human mind is a crazy thing. <laughs> it really is. I can kind of get down with that blasphemous sex, though, you know? Well, yeah. Like you talked about in the episode. Like, you think you've had some crazy sex? Mm, you haven't fucked the devil. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about, uh, just something about saying fuck you to God while you're fucking. <laughs> You know, it's hot. It's like the I don't know. Ultimate sin. It is the ultimate sin, and that's I think it's the heavy metal. It's just so hot. <laughs> the heavy metal is so hot. I've never mixed those two voices, and I'm so sorry to everybody who just heard me do that. <laughs> All my friends listening to this, I totally understand if you don't want to talk to me anymore. That was my bad. No, I'll own up to it. So I think that's all we have for today's episode. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're sitting at over an hour now, so... It was a full episode. The full-ass episode, hey? Really full. Chock full of all kinds of things. <laughs> we talked about everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope you guys got some information and could take some of this. Can take some of this and use it. Yeah, this is pretty much one of those episodes where it's like the first 50 to 60 minutes are just good listening content, and then the last 10 minutes... Is just me and you talking about weird shit. Absolute shit. Just fucking pure nonsensical garbage. <laughs> just word vomit for a little while. But the first hour, quality content. <laughs> Take it in, guys. <laughs> and with that, we're going to end this week's episode. As yes. always. Yeah, do your little thing. Rate us. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Yes. Like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, download. Please. Leave us a review. I would love it. Give us five stars. Please. Write in your listener questions. Go follow all of our social medias. They are all listed in the description for the podcast. Twitter is the funniest one. Twitter is amazing. And I noticed that we've been gaining like a lot of followers on Twitter. Not like a crazy amount, but I looked at it the other day and it was like 500. And then I looked at it again and it was like 570. Yeah, we're almost at 600. It's coming in pretty steady. I started it in late november Mm -hmm. of 2021 we have almost 600 now yeah and like the twitter it's not even about the podcast like yeah we throw in podcast stuff but it's just funny content like it's i think you guys would like it if you like the humor of this podcast you'll definitely like the twitter yeah um instagram is just for advertising facebook same thing yeah go follow all of our social media show us some support we love you guys and we'll see you on Wednesday for my Here We Go Again episode. Mm-hmm. Bye. One more message before we go. Okay, not bye. Get fucking. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>